Fun fact about Colin, Colin Moran, yeah. he was drafted like six overall by the Marlins. So. Really? Yeah. And then he got like traded to the Astros, Pirates, all uh, that stuff. Man. You guys are getting like amazing news here to all the listeners out here because <laughs> you don't get that on ESPN, right? <laughs> Pitchers that rake, brothers in arms, and what alley is truly the best? This is the 108 Stitches Podcast. Wow, that was good. All right, I like that, yeah. yeah that, that took me a second to yeah, think no, about. That was, that was nice. So another new voice this week, Matt Alley. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I've got some uh, hot takes that I'm ready to uh, hit you guys Matt, with here. So, so we've done this with all of our uh, guests so far. Instead of having us do the work to introduce you, yeah. introduce yourself. Who is Matt Alley? Oh, man, what does Matt Alley want to tell the world right now on who he is? All right, well, uh, in relation to baseball, um, I mean, I played ever since I was, I don't even know how old. I mean, I, I probably was, you know, I, I think my first glove was probably my third birthday or something like that. But yeah, yeah from then all the way up until uh, senior year of high school, I played a little bit. And then uh, I did a little dabbling with it in community college as well, but... It, uh, I would say the ending of my uh, baseball career was definitely uh, senior year of high school when, when we had a great season and uh, ended up losing in uh, playoffs. But anyway, that's, uh, that's me in terms of baseball. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. And Matt, well, we all met last year. But mm-hmm. Matt was my roommate. And we just This is, this is know, the big three, you this know? Is totally the, random. The me three. and Will got selected as roommates and uh, – didn't even know how to it, message yeah. him back on the uh, Oneana email for like. I don't even yeah, know fun, how long. Fact. Like, <laughs> like fun fact. Fun fact. So Will Brandt in May messaged me asking me if I wanted to be his roommate because mm-hmm. you could do the whole profile thing. And I was like, hey, this guy's kind of cool. He likes baseball. Okay. Yeah. So Will messaged me in May. I didn't know that you can message people. I didn't even know how to access it. I open it up in July when the room assignments came out. I see I had a message since May, and then I had my roommate already selected. I'm like, wow, I could have, I could have chose my roommate, and I didn't. And then about a month after that is when I finally figured out how to use them. Yep. You know, <laughs> I, I me- and say hi to Will. I remember messaging you. I was like, Shh, damn, this, this guy's gonna like not be cool. He doesn't know how to message me. <laughs> He doesn't care. It's going to be annoying. How do you think I felt about you when you didn't mess up? I know. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I guess I'm the lazy one then. <laughs> we, I mean, Will's definitely not. I'm the lazy one. So are you, but yeah, yeah. it's whatever. That's true. Let's oh. hop into some baseball because... I can talk some baseball. All right, yeah. I, mean, I guess that's what we're doing here. Playoffs. Now. I mean, we were talking about the playoffs past couple weeks now, if not since we started this podcast. Um. <laughs> Big news, Dodgers, they don't play tonight, so they can't clinch tonight. But their magic number is two. Yeah. And if the if the Diamondbacks continue to lose, they're playing the Mets as we're recording right now, and they're losing right now. So by the, Alonso. T- by the time you hear, you hear this, we'll know. But then the Dodgers play the Orioles tomorrow. And, well, the Orioles. So. We, we all know how that's going to go. <laughs> Pat Mahomes already has more touchdowns than the Wait, Warriors yes, yes. Wins. Let's talk about this up. right now, okay? <laughs> I looked this up last night. Shout out to Cam again. I was shout Cam out on the podcast. He texted me because he remembered. I, I forgot. I don't know if you remembered. I remembered because my buddy Shane talked to me about it. So. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know if you guys remember. We said, I don't know how many podcasts ago, what's going to happen is Pat Mahomes is going to score more touchdown passes or the Orioles going to win more games in the month of September. Pat Mahomes has had three yesterday. Orioles have one win so far. So, I mean. We're going to see how that goes. They have a three-game series against the Dodgers. So, I, I hear they're already getting a lot of brooms. Gonna do is, it's going to be such can, a clean sweaty city because they're going to get swept. I think all that he really has to do to clinch this is throw three a week. And that's not that difficult, you know. Not even. Like, like yeah, if, if, he throws, if, if he throws three. Weeks, with the receivers he has. Let's, you're looking it up? Yeah, I'm going to see who uh, 
who the Chiefs are playing next week. Um, I f- we went over this on the one podcast. Yeah. I know they play the Ravens in there at some point. I'm just thinking, like, the odds of the Orioles actually getting, like, three wins in a week, I mean, that's unlikely right now. <laughs> Very. I mean, just statistically speaking, from what they've done this season. You know what's funny? They would have to, that would be them going off. Right we have there. to bring this up, too, because, like, obviously the Orioles are so easy to bash. They play the Raiders, yeah. by the way. They're so easy to bash, but... They're not even the first team with 100 losses. The no, Tigers already did that. Yeah, that's really actually. Yeah, you know, I was I was just thinking about that too. Like, we're we're completely giving the Orioles so much stuff, but like, there's so many other bad teams too. Oh yeah, but here's the thing: the Orioles make it easy because they were the first. Yes. But like the Tigers, like and they're the, just the, bad. They're hard the to Orioles, make fun of. The Orioles were really bad last year. They were again really bad this year. And it's funny because they were never really supposed to be bad. Like last year, they had like Machado and they still had Britain and like Scope. They, Scope, yeah, they, had, they still had a filthy team. Yeah, that's true. They just didn't put it together. But anyway, Magic. So the Dodgers are at two. Dodgers are at two. Yankees, Astros, both are at ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the others we're not going to worry about right now. That's so far in the future. Yeah. All the other races are close, but these are the three that are going to end soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I mean, obviously the Dodgers. Yeah. If if the Diamondbacks lose tonight um, and the Dodgers win tomorrow, yeah. it's September 9th and they clinch the playoffs already. That's insane. That's unbelievable. That's insane. But it's kind of like, crazy because the... I can't even remember the last time a team did it this early. I, I check yeah. every day. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I check every day just to see where the Yankees are compared to the Dodgers and Astros because obviously they... Consistently, like Dodgers don't play tonight. Yankees and Astros both have 94 wins. Dodgers have 93. And like, they're all super, super close. The Yankees have more wins than the Dodgers. The Dodgers are about to clinch, and the Yankees aren't. Just well, it's more the West was a joke this year. Yeah, it was a joke, yeah. but it's it's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. cool. I still think we could see. I mean, you got to watch out for those twins too. You know, when it comes down the playoff times, just because I mean we're talking about these big three here—the Dodgers, Yankees, and Astros—but yeah. you can't take anything off of the Twins right now. That that is a very. Do you know the Twins' magic number? I think the the Indians are still close. That's why their number isn't that. The small Twins are yet. at fourteen. Yeah, there's that's still a big wow. number. Cleveland's five right. and a half back. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Dude, Cleveland yeah, dropped. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland wow. has hit a Braves uh, for a minute, though. The Braves? The Braves? Braves have been doing great. The Braves have been doing great all year. Oh, yeah. That's, They're matching yeah, numbers year, 11. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Braves are the real. The Braves surprised me. The Braves are really a real deal. I You're thought that. People are going to sleep on the Braves. I'm telling you right here, now. Here's the thing. Last year when they won the division, I was like, oh, the division was weak. Nationals didn't play well. No team played well. And I'm like, all right, yeah. they took advantage of a bad division. Yeah. I knew they were going to be good in the future. Mm-hmm. But now, like this year, they proved that the future's now. Oh, yeah. This year they like, broke out. They're. It wouldn't surprise me if this team can rattle off like Dude, they, five they, or six division they titles have in a row. An amazing farm system too, right now. There's this to me, like this reminds me of the way that the Yankees were playing in 2018. You know, that was the first year, or even 2017, I guess yeah. you could talk about because they had an amazing playoff run then after being only a wild card. But it just reminds me of that because, I mean, they really broke out for the first time in a few years then. And I think we're yeah. seeing the same thing with the Braves right now, and they could be really. It's dominant. all the young talent. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of young talent. Because, oh, like, yeah. think about it. 2017, Judge. I mean, Gary came up the year before. That's true. But he was still new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gliber, last year, same thing. Gliber was a rookie. And yeah. Duvar. All of these new guys coming into playoffs for the first time. It's it's really fun to watch. And yeah. looking at the wild card right now, because um, we always have to keep up. I know, I know the AL wild card. Cleveland's a game and a half back. Yeah, but. I, I don't want I want A's Rays so bad know, that would that's such a good game that would yeah. be very that'd be interesting that'd be a great either game. stadium I think would be really oh cool I want too. it I want oh, it in yeah. Oakland I, I know you dude, want an Oakland Oakland so bad. in the playoffs there's honestly there's no scarier place as an opponent on a on the baseball field I'd want to go than Oakland. well in in the NL this is huge because the Mets are playing Arizona Arizona is the closest team to hop in. They were a game and a half out. Yeah, really? Mets are four, but Mets. if the Mets can win a couple of games... The Mets have that. a four... Here's the It's a four-game series with the Diamondbacks. The Mets aren't So over. either the Mets are either going to be right up front by the end or they're going to be yeah, gone. They like, could tank, yeah. Th- this is a make-or-break series. If Th- they, if they truly, lose the series, it's over. Even if if they, they win this series, that's a big, big win, though. Oh, that's absolutely. huge. If, even if they split, I still think the Mets are out of it. It's either yeah. sweep or bust. Yep. That's... Yep. 
completely agree. Wait, hang on. Is it a three or four game series? Four game. Four. So, uh, if they took three and one, that'd be incredible. It would be That's, good, but that three would... and one, you would have to bank on next series too. If oh yeah, you, for sure. If you sweep this series, though, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Do- the Dodgers come to town this weekend, so I, you need to sweep. Yeah, yeah I agree. So Dodgers, let, let's talk. Right. I want to call Pancake out real quick. Call me out. Oh. I'm going to call you out. Call me out. Not not in a bad way. Okay. I just I'm going to call you out for comments that you said about the Cardinals. Dude, I <laughs> here's the thing with the Cardinals. I still don't. I just I, I get every year the Cardinals are in it. I still just don't know. They have they, a four and a half game lead in the division. Like, are you kidding me? They, no. I feel okay, like I that team. I feel like that team is still just so weak. I don't know like how they're doing it every night. See, like the yeah. thing about the Cardinals, they kind of remind me of the way the Royals were a couple years ago. They have a solid team. Mm. They've just got a solid team with yeah. guys that can fundamental perform, stuff. Yeah, and they've got fundamentals. Yeah, they don't go out there and hit you know a hundred home runs, mm. but they are they're just rounded. They're well rounded, if you ask me. I think. There are definitely areas where they're not as good as other teams. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a whole lot of power. Their pitching is, you know, iffy. Mm-hmm. It's just they're a, they're an average, like slightly above. Well, I mean, they only have eighty-one say. wins, and if you look at all the other division leaders, they by far have the least amount of wins. Cardinals yeah. don't make it fast first first round of playoffs. See, I'm going to say not. that. So they, listen, listen, they're, listen. They're not. <laughs> If they have to they, play the Braves or something, they would have to play right. the Braves. Yeah, they're not yeah. beating the Braves. They're not beating the Braves. Hey, hey, never say never. That that is a hot take, but like obviously the Dodgers, the Dodgers have it locked up. Don't get unless me wrong. they go on a skid after they clit after they Which, clinch. Here's the thing: they potentially. But see, like, what are how many wins are the Braves behind? Four, four, four. Because the obviously, like for the Dodgers' sake, you want to get that one seed so you get home field advantage throughout. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be times where they put out the B squad lineup. Because, you know, especially once they do clinch, they don't want to risk having Bellinger. But every that day is something together. to play for. Also, MVP, too. MVP, that's one thing. Play for home field advantage. Yeah. The Yankees and the Astros. But, he, but here's the thing with the Dodgers, though. Like, they're, already, they're already four games up. Like, there's going to be games where they're not starting the big guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For you sure. want to have those guys rested and ready for Yeah, so, sure. but do you. Do you substitute your weak guys and for possibly giving up the number one overall seed? Not well, only that, but I mean, I think because then they would play. Well, the, here's the thing, St. Louis. It they're already four games up. Yeah, I, they can afford to have a game a or couple, two yeah. where they can have everyone chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple is good, but when you do it, I've seen it. You know. Throughout the last few years, I feel like this has happened a couple of different times where, you know, a guy gets rested right before the playoffs and then he goes to the playoffs and does not perform at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. That's and another see, risk. I, I don't really like the idea of resting players that are hot because if you rest someone that's hot, how do you know they're going to be hot when they come back? Just let them keep going. Well, yeah. to be fair, the postseason's also it's entire. Oh, it's yeah. an entire totally different, different. Yeah, it's like, not even close. Either you can live up to the hype or you can't. Yeah, either yeah. you're it or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um. Just real quick, because we were talking about the Yankees, because uh, we didn't add this in the notes. Luis Severino will be He's coming back. back after his next start wow. in the minors, which is Wednesday. See, here's the thing. The Yankees' kryptonite is, without a doubt, they're pitching. You know, For They've sure. been doing okay sure. lately. They've been doing pretty good and holding it down the court. Pa- Paxton, but, great game. Oh, yeah. Pap, great. Those, those two guys, and I've said it so many times, those two guys need to perform now. They like, do. It's September. You need to kick it into gear. Hap did and Paxton. I think did. I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him too. And I'm going to call you out, Will, because yeah. you definitely said to me a couple days ago, uh, it was it was probably within a week yeah, yeah. that you were not a fan of Paxton anymore. No, no, no. I because they they didn't perform all. Year. I mean, Paxton had a couple games where he shined. Hap, I can't remember one. Dude, no. So I. Last I year, really Hap was really good. Hap, last yeah. year, Hap I was, was really a huge fan year. of Hap. He just didn't have it this year. This is one of the worst years in his career. Oh, and he's also thirty six. Right. He, he has an off year, he's but been that, around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, no. If we can get Severino back and just throwing Chad off the mound, I think that that's going well, like, to bring us into the playoffs. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to overhype him though. Like. It's going to take a while for oh, him. Yeah. It's basically I, starting spring training. I really don't think you're going to see a 100% Sevy at no. any point this season. I, I don't, think I don't, that you're wrong. I don't, really? Uh, yeah, I Let's think that it. you're Maybe, absolutely wrong. Toward so, the playoff, but he can't think about it. Like, 
I'm kind of on pancake side, but kind of on your side, but mainly pancake side because, like, think about it. When pitchers, he said he didn't have a spring training. Yeah. They've been trying to work him up. But even when pitchers, very beginning April, May, you're not seeing him throw seven, eight innings, 100-plus pitches. He's going to have such strict, like, yes, guidelines. He, especially, that he, especially that he's coming off a, an injury. I really think, I really think, and I'm, I might light a fire out of you two on this one, but I really think in the postseason he's going to be coming out of the pen. Or he's going to be starting no, and, and pitching three and, I, I, and I'm fine with that. And yeah. I, I've already accepted that mm-hmm. for See, sure. Let me, let me give you my hot take here, okay? I think that one thing about Sebi that is definitely different than a lot of the other guys that, like, are starting pitchers because mm-hmm. you just don't see that out of starting pitchers as often these days, the intensity that he has sometimes. Oh, for sure, he for sure. He can go 0-100 to 100 really quick, and he can just – he can go up there and work himself out of a pickle and come off even stronger for it for the next inning. The, the, thing, the, the thing that I've always admired about Sevy is that he consistently, doesn't matter what inning, eighth inning, nearing 100 pitches, he's still throwing 98, 99. There is no off button for him. No, no, no which I love. Which I he love. can really bring the cheddar, as he the kids say. the ched. <laughs> Speaking of pitchers... I thought you were going to say speaking of cheddar, and I'm like, hey. No. Mike Lorenzen. Mike Lorenzen. Let's wow. talk about this guy. Mr. Uh, Do you know who this guy is, man? Oh, I know Mike Lorenzen. Yeah, I've been Bro. keeping up with him a little bit. But. So, kind of like the dark horse sleeper, didn't really have anyone talk about him until really now. Yeah. yeah. He was um, it's very recent, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Sp- obviously, the Reds are out of it, so they're yeah. just like. So, they're just kind of screwing around right now. Yeah. Yeah, basically. They really so, are. his stats: sixty-seven games pitching, one and four with a three-thirteen ERA. I mean, that's good, honestly, for a reliever. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll, I, take, I'll that. take that too. I mean, it's better than uh, Edwin mm-hmm. Diaz. So, yeah, um, Diaz. <laughs> uh, his hitting. <laughs> um, you got this pancake. What? You want to talk oh, about his hitting? Yeah. So this year, so far, he's hitting three thirty-three homer, five RBIs. Nothing too crazy, but. Out of 105 career bats, he's in 267, seven bombs, 23 ribs. He wants to get more plate appearances. He says the other day, I don't know if you guys saw this, the Reds pl- let him play right field. Yeah, he made yeah, a off. great diving catch in yes. the outfield. Like the man can do it. Like he can do is, it all. So, like that said, is is this guy like gonna be the next Otani? Like, is it is he gonna be a big deal where he's gonna be a two way player? Hear me out. Hear me out. I think he could be bigger than Otani. Wow. No, no, listen, whoa, listen. Whoa. No, listen. Listen to this logic, okay? Otani, he's a starter, okay? So he's going to be pitching a lot more than Lorenzen as a reliever. He's got like 60 something appearances this year. Right. But hmm. if Lorenzen is only throwing. Like you could, you could literally play him. Here's the thing with Otani, though. You know he's going to start on this day. And then have his couple right, days. but some days with Lorenzen, he might have to go back to back days on the mound, you, take you a can, day off, go back. The, he's true. a bullpen piece, but yeah. you can literally he's a good treat him player. like a high school player. Though he could start in the outfield, and if you need a guy to come in in the pen, call him in for the outfield. That would I, be crazy to watch. I would, that would be crazy. I think that would be insane. But with how much money he's just t- and listen, this guy's not making a lot of money right now. Like right. he's not a he's not making like ten million a year. I don't know what he's making, but he's not making a whole lot. Yeah. But, like, that's still an investment for the team. I don't know if they want to shoot his arm out by saying, oh, go play right field and come in and pitch in the sixth, you know? Here's another thing to think about, though, when you can think – or when we're talking about that. That is one of the most useful players that you could possibly have in the playoffs. For sure. Can you imagine when when the rosters are getting, you know, cut down in size and, you know, you have to – Especially next year. Next year the rosters are completely sliced. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. If you can can maintain this next year. They can play right field – can pitch and can hit. I mean, yeah, that for sure. That is one of the most useful. Exactly, he, yeah. making himself um, versatile. Mm-hmm. Exactly, extremely so, versatile. So, is the two-way player going to start becoming a bigger trend? Or? I don't. I don't know. I mean, hmm. I was never a fan, especially in high school. Like, you got to have some POs. Yeah, but I'm not a fan. Like, it adds more guys on the rosters. It's you're able to like. Not cut so many guys, dude. That's why I quit baseball. If I want to be completely honest, right now, I was a pitcher, and you know, I was a pretty solid reliever. I would say anyway. And when I got to college, it wasn't all right. Come in from the outfield and you know throw relief. It was all right. 
come off the bench after sitting there for yeah, the like last, that, like you know, especially in high school, like however many innings. I understand. Maybe college too, you really want to focus on what you're doing, mm-hmm. but if you really can do both, yeah, do both. Exactly. And it's not even All an option. That. You know what I mean? Like I, I told my coach, I said, hey, you know, I played outfield all the way through high school I played a little bit of first base you know I'm, I'm a pretty versatile guy and you yeah. know I'd like to get in some um, some reps other places as well you know I, I can hit yeah. yeah and um he said no it's one or the other and we really need relievers this year so if you want to try something else do it next year or whatever and, yeah which is yeah no that's that's not so it so like if, if you can didn't even give if me you shot, can you know? really do both do both exactly but yeah that's not how the game is seen now it's I think it, we're not going to see a whole I think from here on out, we're going to see more teams experimenting with it, but no one's going to be successful. No. I think there'll be a few people. I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to see we're going to see a couple more Otanis. But here's the thing, Will. When you said you think that he can be a bigger thing than Otani, yeah. I think in terms of the use that he will provide a team and, you know, how how nice it'll be to have him on the team, it's probably going to fill a better niche than Otani. Yeah. But, but I but, feel like... Hang on. Yeah. So I think that there's no way that he's going to surpass Otani's popularity just because, I mean, it's easy to love or hate Otani. And the MLB really hypes him up, they, too. They, they, they really do, for do. sure. They really but, do. And here's the thing about that. Every time we get you know a player from from an area where we don't see a lot of players come from, like like Didi, you know? Mm. Like, he's from the Netherlands, you know? Yeah. You can, it's easy to hype up Didi. It's it's easy to hype up someone who's not from the Dominican Republic. Let's put it that way, <laughs> just because everybody else. <laughs> That's actually a really yeah. valid point. I mean, yeah. Not, you know, <laughs> I mean that that is true though. But yeah. I just want I will say this though. Uh, the Mets uh, have a could have a two way player on their hands in J D Davis because he pitched in the minors. Really? And he yeah, like the Astros thought about making him one when he was still in the Astros organization, mm. but that never really happened. Uh, he pitched like a couple games with the Astros, mm. but. J.D. Davis. J.D. Davis pitched in the minors. I saw him hit a home run against the Yankees when I was at Yankee Stadium this year. He's a machine, and I like him a lot. And I, I think he's a core piece of the Mets now. He's you know, having, he's having too big of a year. I, I would love to see playoff Will come out, man. Dude, oh, man. 20... I would love to see playoff Will come out when the Mets are in the playoffs. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 2015, wild. Even even the wild card game in 2016, wild. Hey, if they sweep, if they sweep the Diamondbacks, I, man. You, listen, like... August, like when the Mets were red hot and right in it, like that was if they that did was that pl- now they're making the playoffs. Oh, oh man, they, they'll ride that momentum. Yeah. All right, let, let's let's keep moving on. So MVP talks. We talked about this a lot, but now it's I feel like it's more of a crapshoot for both leagues. Oh, absolutely. Now, especially the NL, but it's becoming more of a like. Let's talk about the AL first. It's a little bit easier to talk about than the NL. I don't obviously, know if I agree, but okay. Obviously, Trout's the front runner. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can't take it. He's in the 50 home run race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard too much about him lately. But, but still, he's in the 50 home Mike run race. Trout. It's Mike Trout. It's Mike, it's Mike Trout. and Trout. Like, he's, Mike Trout will never have a season where, as long as he stays healthy, he will never have a season where his numbers don't look, like, at least slightly yeah. above average. So like Video game numbers, the long, yes. The longevity you can look at, too. But I just think he's having an amazing season compared to the other guys. But like the other guys, there's still too, like, other names that deserve to be talked about. Yeah, DJ LeMahieu. Oh my God! Wow. Here's here's one thing that we got to talk about before we get into all these guys. We're talking about most valuable player right now. Okay, that to me means the guy that is helping his team out the yeah. most. Okay? I mean, that and here's is, that the is, thing. Here's the thing. I mean, yeah. when you talk about Trout, it's easy to say just because of his amazing stats that he should be like unanimously the MVP, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's extremely easy to say and that. He probably will get but, it. But. And he probably will. And I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve it because the man yeah. is fantastic. But we're also talking, we need to talk about who is helping their team out the most right now. And DJ, in terms of by DJ, far the best player on the Yankees this year. Oh, yeah. He has been I get what you're saying. Like, the best see, pickup that we've I seen. I understand what you're saying, Matt, but I time. hate that argument because I hear it a lot. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, too, and I don't really love the argument because mm-hmm. it's not really an argument over who is like the like, best player there, I mean, at all. There know? could be a guy doing absolutely great, but his team's in third place, barely scraping yeah. 500. I mean, look at Giancarlo Stanton in 2017. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Had a it. monster of a year, completely by far and away the MVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on the Marlins. Yeah. 
So and yeah, I mean that's definitely like you know bad luck of the you know. Or let's like there, but. Degrom winning the Cy Young. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh yeah, with a really crappy record and but on a really a crappy team. That's a different mm-hmm. conversation. Cy Young is not the right. MVP. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Um, mm-hmm. so Trout, DJ, Gliber too. Gliber is getting hot. He's Glyber's getting really hot. hot. I don't know if he. I'm sure he'll get MVP votes, but I don't think he's like. No, I, I I don't I don't think he'll win. He I, I don't think DJ will win. The way he's been hitting, man, like mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. Gliber really stepped up this race. year, though. You know, <laughs> he's like Gliber is crazy, man. Oh man! And like, let's talk I don't, about him against the Orioles. Like, every I, know, game. I mean, that's just <laughs> if you want to pick one person who like absolutely killed one team this year, it would be Gliber and the Orioles. Oh, yeah. There's not even anyone else that comes close, I bet. Yeah, that's crazy. And then Alex Bregman. He's he's hitting like 298, 34 home runs, over 100 ribs. Like, he's having a sneaky good year. He's having yeah. a sneaky good year for sure. That's the way I would put it as well. I'm yeah. sure he'll get some votes because the Astros are right there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and you, because the Astros fan base is bigger than ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know that I'm not a huge fan of Alex Bregman. I just, I just, yeah. I don't know. But... I I do completely like those numbers exactly like completely MVP numbers but yeah not compared to the other guys not mm-hmm. that good so the NL now the NL NL is just no one knows where this you is know, it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy because like obviously since the beginning of the year you've been talking about Yelich and Bellinger mm-hmm. yeah but obviously. I don't know like one of them will probably win it still yeah but now it it's getting could be crazier. a chance where they may not win it. It's getting it's crazy. Really interesting, and again, like if you talk about who's helping their team out more between Yelich and Bellinger, Bellinger. Right. I mean, yes, you know, but Yelich. It's tough because, like, you know, MVP, you are relying on your team. See, Yelich is already at forty home runs and thirty stolen bases. If he so, if he somehow gets fifty and has thirty stolen bases, first player ever to do that. That would be incredible. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think he'll hit that easily. So compared to the other guys that we're about to mention, Yelich and Bellinger. Have been talked about being the MVPs since, since day literally one. day one. Yes, and they've kept that the entire season. Oh yeah, that's very true. That's like that's that's insane. why I think one of them two should win it. Mm-hmm. In a 162 game season, Yelich was hurt for a little bit. Was Bellinger hurt at all? I don't think so. Okay, but I I understand if Yelich was only hurt for. Not like, long, not a long. He time. wasn't even on the IL. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, you know, it would be very easy for me to give that award to Pete Alonso, though. Really? Yeah. See, I uh, there's only he one way has, he wins it, but I want to hear on. I want to hear your take. He's done a lot for the Mets. He's kept them there. You know what yeah. I mean? He's been mm. very, very clutch at certain times for can, the Mets. Can I guess what you're? And gonna, I think that there's definitely yeah. a clutch factor when you talk about the MVP. Mm-hmm. You know See, what I mean? There's only one way Pete Alonso wins. Fifty home runs. No, I'll get that's he included. He does have to fit. He, yeah. he has to have fifty. He has to break judges' record number one. Yes. Yeah, for sure. The Mets have to get a wild card spot. Yep. Like, because here's yeah. the here's the thing that's really pulling him back. He's only hitting like two sixty five. Yep. Like, if he can yeah, his, if he can yeah. hit more than fifty two home runs, bring in a hundred and twenty because he's over a hundred now. If yeah. he can get over a hundred and twenty, the Mets either get that second wild card spot or come damn close to it. Yeah. That's how he gets. That's it. how it and happens. Another quick thing about his average. Yeah, I mean, you know, that might not be the best when you're hitting in the 260s, but, like, mm. at the same time, those hits have come when they needed them. That's true. Yeah. 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 He's a very clutch hitter. He's yeah. extremely But extremely if you want to look at all of their stats combined, you got to – like, although he's had timely hits and he's clutch and he's hit more home runs than these guys so far, I also would love a guy – that's why I'm a huge fan of DJ LeMahieu. Mm. He's not going to hit as many home runs as Trout, not even close. Yeah. Mm. But DJ LeMahieu was – Literally a machine. Yeah, just gets you know, on one base. Thing, one thing that I will talk Blue about. Blue collar. First, yeah. first and foremost, I do believe that the baseball has been juiced. And we won't talk about that because I know you guys can touch on that. We'll <laughs> touch on that almost <laughs> every episode. Literally every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and since I'm a guest here, I'm going to touch on that as well. But anyway. It's only custom. I think that because the baseball is juiced, we're seeing the best hitters right now that we've ever seen. Well, I mean, but is that is that account because of the ball issues, or are these hitters just naturally no, no, really good? Well, I'm saying that it's a little bit of both because the fact that the ball is juiced is putting these guys out in front of everybody else because it's showing that they have the best fundamentals. They have the they're squaring up the ball better than anyone else. They're hitting the ball. You know, they, look at like 
when you look at Yelich, he's not extremely yoked or anything like that. I mean, he's, you know, yeah, he's another in shape. Bellinger. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they're skinny guys, but they know how to swing the bat, and they would obviously hit, a, you know, plenty of home runs. Yeah, LeMahieu you know, is Everyone wants to hit the ball up now. Yeah. That's the other thing. LeMahieu can yeah, and definitely, possibly you know, the way that these The way that these guys have been trained with, you know, watching launch angle, you know, no yeah. one ever talked about The, the science angle, behind you know, the game is a ago. lot more definitely. intricate and, than and it is. I, I know Chemist said, said the same thing to me. He doesn't think the balls are juiced. Mm, but uh, we're, Buddy. We're, we're not going to talk <laughs> about this right now. Him. But but um, I understand what he's saying though. He said like back then, and you said kind of the same thing. Like guys weren't working out like they are now. The game is well, at a completely different oh, yeah. level. There's so yeah, much I, science. I before, not to say it, the yeah. guys weren't working out or like keeping in guys shape. Guys are watching like. film. Guys are like, what do I have to do to do this? You know, there's, there's so, so much, it's so much more intricate now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, people talk about how, you know, pitchers don't put up the same numbers that they used to sometimes. And I'm like, you know, I don't think that has anything to do with the juice baseball. I think that I think, we're just seeing the best hitters that we've ever seen in the history of the sport. I also think we're seeing some of the best pitchers, too. Like, not so much numbers-wise, but, like, just we're seeing some of the best. We're seeing the highest number of strikeouts, too. Yeah, We're seeing dominant true. pitchers throw 100 consistently. Yeah. Listen, guys aren't going to win 300 games anymore or have ERAs of, like, one something for their career like that's just yeah that won't happen we're seeing again. a lot you're seeing either a guy either walk hit a home run or strike out now the thing is that's that's really all and the thing is there's a certain set of guys out there that are capable you know they're not the guys that hit for average they're the guys who hit for home run take gary sanchez yeah. the thing about gary sanchez is when a pitcher is up there throwing well he's not getting on base if he's you know he's not going to have some really you know amazing breakout almost know, every swing that hit. i see <coughs> excuse me almost every swing that i see him take daddy hack yeah like he literally tries <laughs> to swing out of his shoes every exactly single time. and the thing about that is when a pitcher makes a mistake when he lets that curveball hang when that fastball goes a little too far over the middle of the plate yeah. that baby's gone yeah he will take advantage Just, of it every time if it's a mistake but it's gotta be a and mistake. It, i remember posting about this um on the instagram account at the only boys um plug the instagram I remember posting about like Greg Maddox, like my whole beef with the pitchers aren't the same. Not to say like it's just a different type of pitcher now, like the whole strikeout thing. But very true. Back then, pitchers could throw like fifteen innings, two hundred pitches, and be fine. Yeah. Type I thing. mean, it wasn't that they were fine. It was just that they would just. That's say, what they yeah, had. A good do. coach. Yeah. You know, they didn't. But now, like, there's so much money involved. That's it's why. so much money. There's that, and you want a long career now, out of pitchers that are I good. See like, I, I forget I forget who was pitching. It might have been CeCe. CeCe. It was CeCe. CeCe was having a great game. Like, only gave up a couple hits. No run scored. Is this Joe Girardi error or is this recent? No, this, this was this year. Oh, okay. As soon as he was about to face the lineup, the third time through, he was gone. Well, listen to this, because this has been happening a lot this year yep. with the Mets. Like, there was one game back in August. The Mets were playing the Braves. Steven Matz, seven great innings. Doesn't even have 80 pitches yet. He had 79 pulled. Yep. See, like, I think that insane. if a pitcher is doing well, there's no reason to pull him before he's in the 90s or even triple digits. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, even in general, if a pitcher's pitching well, just let him pitch. So you yeah. know what's crazy? And like, I just because of what I just said, that thought came through my head. Obviously, they weren't going to take Justin Verlander out of a no hitter. No. But We've in the seventh in the seventh inning, he had 98 pitches. In the for thought. A- for any other pitcher that isn't Justin Verlander, they get taken. Yes, exactly. And, but the thought came through my head: Are they going to keep him in? But it's Justin Verlander. You're not going to take yeah, him out. You're not. But and we've seen that a few different times yeah. now, where someone's you know gets to the eighth inning and the, the combined no hitter. Yeah, the combined no hitter. I hate the, <laughs> the idea combined of the combined no hitter, and I'll talk about that because that's something that's been driving. Me Have crazy a guy ready honest. in the pen. As soon as he gets up a hit, exactly, then he's in. Yes. Yes. exactly. But that's how it's always been. No, no, yeah, I, that's how it should I, continue I do think to that be. There should be like a pitch cap. Like if someone's hitting like one forty, that's pretty rough. Well, I mean, you know that. You know, that, fun fact: Edwin Jackson threw a no hitter in twenty ten, threw a hundred and forty nine pitches, walked lot. nine guys. Yeah. That's that. See, that wouldn't happen today, though. No, that there's sure no that way that, that would happen. But what I was trying to touch on with that is that um. I think if you're throwing heat and you're in there and you're still striking guys out and you're still dominant, you haven't shown any sign of slipping yet, and you get taken out because you're at 115 pitches or whatever yeah. in the eighth inning, 
I think that that's absolutely ridiculous because you're just showing them exactly what they want to see. The chances of it going into a no-hitter after that definitely decrease pretty, I would say a pretty good amount just because, you know, all those pitchers or all those batters that have wanted to see all game is a different arm angle, a different fastball, a different curveball, something that doesn't break as well, that something different is all that they want to see, and you're just giving it to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it. But next year, too, with the whole you have to face three batters thing, that's going to change next that's year. Gonna that's really, that's going to really change. Next year's got some really. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. about this game changing like that. Let's mention real quick the other three. I know we got really off topic. We yeah, we really <laughs> drove off. Oh my <laughs> the, gosh. the other three uh, NL uh, MVP candidates. Anthony Rendon. He's having. He's leading the majors in average. He's leading the NL and RBIs. He's got 32 home runs. I made a post about it to Anony Boys. Did. Like, yeah. he's a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, he got the Nationals back in this. He's yeah. gonna get some votes. Yeah, Eugenio Suarez too came out of nowhere. Came out like, of nowhere. I can't give him MVP, but like he's in yeah, the 50 no. home run race. He's he gonna he's gonna be talked about. He, he really did. He rose up in that fast too. He came yeah, he did. right out of nowhere. No doubt about it. And then. Ronald Everyone's new favorite, Ronald Acuna. I'm Jr. telling you right now, he's no. he's at like 36 home runs, 34 stolen bases. He could go 40 40. Yep. And he he's hitting 40, like 298. Yeah. So uh, he's not going to win MVP, I don't think. If but hits, actually, if he hits 40 40, he's going to be in the talk. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because the Braves will make the postseason. And MLB too. loves him too. Oh, that's well, very true. But how can you not? Kids only like 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. Like, he's our age. Like, yeah. Can you imagine that crazy. being in the MLB right dude, now? I just, think about dude. that way too much. I do too. <laughs> Especially yeah. now that guys are getting younger and playing. I'm like, wow, oh, like, man. I feel yeah. old. Yeah. Like there's guys younger than us. Like Soroka, how old is he? How old? Well, I think he just turned 21. Yeah, like that's crazy. How old is Bellinger right now? Vlad Jr. is 19. Who's? Vlad Jr. is 20. Bellinger is like 24. I was gonna say he's a little yeah. older now, but he started out pretty young. Yeah. Um, now let's. Talk, this is kind of a cool story. Short but cool. The Moran brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. One of them is on the Pirates. One of them is on the Marlins. Do you, Do you know Colin and Brian? Yes. Colin and Brian. Brian. Yes. yes. Who's Who's the pitcher? Brian. Brian. Okay, so Brian Moran gets called up for his MLB debut September call-ups with the Marlins. Thirty years old. Keep in mind. Yes. He's the older brother. Yeah. So, younger. And and I remember watching the interview. I posted on the account. It was really cool. He was like, there's obviously a 30-year-old being called up for the first time. Mm-hmm. The thought has to come through your head more than once. Like, is this going to happen someday? Yeah. Should I At stop? 30, yeah. At 30. Like, that's kind of scary. That's a lot of dedication, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And they call him up, and his major league debut, the second, pit, the second batter he faces is his younger brother. That's that's and he, and he struck him on a dirty curveball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really dude, dirty. Dude, you do that, like, it, I love his arm angle. Can we yeah. talk about that? You yeah, know, it, I, all I the way from the say, side. I don't want to say that some you know guy from the minors that only made it up when he was thirty might be something someday in the majors. Like a, he, you know, I'm not gonna yeah. say that he might be a major threat someday. But oh my god, am I? That was such that a dirty curveball, man. Because yeah. that's kind of how I came. I mean, mine. I had a lower arm angle, but I always came from the side like that, and that's. It adds a lot of a lot of spin. Adds a lot of spin. It, I mean, it's like you're throwing the ball from a different place. Imagine yeah. you know throwing the ball three feet from, off the other side of the mound yeah. because that's it's what like, you're doing. That's why Chris Sale's scary. I mean, obviously not this year, but yeah, not this year. It's hard. It's so hard to hit against him in the show. It's like insane. Fun yeah. fact about Colin Colin Moran. Yeah, he was drafted like six overall by the Marlins. So really? Yeah, and then he got like traded to the Astros, Pirates, all wow. that stuff. You guys are getting like amazing news here to all the listeners out here. You don't get that on ESPN. Right? <laughs> but yeah, Will that's I can't I can't even imagine can something else. What He's an encyclopedia of baseball. <laughs> I, blessing my, and a curse. My younger brother is nine years old, younger than me, so if I had to put myself in those shoes, what I would be like? Wow, and it, it would it would be interesting. To it would be about. weird. So like obviously that. In order for that to happen, that would have to be... I don't know what the age difference is between Colin and Brian, but imagine just facing your brother in the major league. I think there's maybe only like two or three years difference, but like... Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, gotta be that's insane. insane. Yeah, that's insane. Because that's... Actually, I don't know if that's as cool as the father-son being able to play. Father son that's cool. amazing. Father yeah, son. I like that too. <laughs> because, I mean, it's just... I don't want to say it's easier for two brothers to make the MLB because obviously both people still have to make it. Like, but like, the what does that say about is, the family too, man? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Some sick athletes. There, there's yeah. a bunch of brothers 
that have happened though. Yeah, oh, yeah. against more, each other. More than uh, the Molinas. Yeah, the Romines. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, we could be. I mean, not to jump out of baseball, but we could see that with LeBron someday. For all we know, man, <laughs> his son. How old is his son? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't really if follow I follow basketball. Honest. I know, but yeah. just because, like, I won't talk about this for long. Just because we're not going to stick life. on this crap. But <laughs> anyway, um, um, yeah, it, it's just shot really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> shot a basketball once. Not going to lie, I like March Did Madness. Go in? Though. March Madness is a lot of fun. Oh, dude, yeah, that's true. I love we'll March give you a little bit of March Madness coverage. Oh yeah. yeah. When 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 we get there. When, when March comes around. <laughs> when, we, when, when the baseball news is kind of waning. I hope know. we're still doing this by then. We will. We will. Be. I I I'd like to hope. I'd like to Me hope too. we're still doing please, this. Please, please. I'm gonna plug it right now. Please leave us a review on Apple. Greatly, greatly appreciated. But let's talk about right now, the Astros. Mm-hmm. This is why they're still ranked number one in it. It makes me so mad every single week on Monday looking at it how there's there's still number one power ranking. But, but at the same time, you can't disagree. You can't know you can't disagree. Here. But Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole are they the best one two ever? And then you just to throw in Zach Greinke too. A couple years ago, you know what I mean? Syndergaard Degrom yeah. combo. But they've never both been insanely hot at the same time. But they've both been insanely They're, hot. They've been insanely hot, but not nothing like this. Nothing like this, this at all. Nothing Incredible, like yeah, this. what we're seeing right and now. And then just these two top guys mm-hmm. also have Zach Greinke. Yeah. So, like. Also, worth going through the numbers. JV, 18-5, yes. 264 strikeouts. Garrett Cole, 16-5, 273 ERA, 281 strikeouts. These guys are doing things that are insane. I made a post on the Oni Boys account the other day. Where it showed like the last time a one and two in rotation like led the were one and two in strikeouts, one and two in wins I want to mm-hmm. say or something yeah. like that, and one and two in whip walks and hits per nine. Oh my god! And like they're gonna be like no duo like this has ever been like top at all three, and they're about to be the first. Yeah. It really is. Uh, just. I mean, overall, I mean, the overall rotation itself is insanely deadly. Well, well but, I mean, not I to mean, say not Aaron to say Sanchez Aaron was like... Well, Aaron Sanchez is... He's hurt now. I don't know if he's coming I know, back. I was going to say that, but like... But so, yeah, Wade Miley's Wade Miley's having a year. sick year, man. It's just, it's what the Astros are doing this year... I mean, the thing... The only thing you can talk about the Astros, you know, in terms of weaknesses is honestly the bats. Because when you're talking... They've had a lot of injuries this year, and a lot of guys... Like, Altuve isn't having his best year. Correa was hurt for a while. Springer was hurt. Yeah. yeah, but also they have a guy like Jordan there now yeah. who's yeah. insane. Jordan's amazing. But yeah, but yeah I posted this I posted too the other day. The top four, I think we might have mentioned this on a podcast, but the top four guys in the American League with the best ERA: Verlander, Cole, Wade Miley, and Charlie Morton, who was on the Astros. Yes, the former Astros. Which is like, oh my god, that's insane. That That's is insane. insane. Insane in the membrane. Who's the, uh, <laughs> who's the Astros pitching coach, guys? <laughs> He's doing some cheers. On Off the top, right. don't on know, it. but what the Astros are doing is insane. It's it's crazy, it's, it's man. Crazy, man. At, at, so, so rounding things rounding off, things off um, um, we could talk about the Red Sox for a little bit. We definitely, yeah. we got it, yeah. Yeah, we got it. They've been in the news within the past 24 hours. they got a lot going on. They fired Dombrowski, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah, they fired Dave Dombrowski, base, uh, president of baseball operations, but was basically also the GM. Yeah. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Because the thing with Dombrowski, and this is why he's got a bad rep about, not a bad rep, but like this is kind of the thing that him is well known is like he's the guy that spends a lot of money. Yeah. Like when he was in Detroit, he spent a lot of And the Tigers were good when he was there. And then he left and goes to the Red Sox. Spends a lot of money. Do you think? Spends a lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, obviously this has to do with why they fired him, but the Red Sox, like the Yankees, didn't do anything during the trade deadline. I don't think it's so much that. Because I was looking at the Red Sox record today. And obviously, like, it's not where it should be, but, like, that's not a bad. They're gonna finish over five hundred. Yeah. They're gonna win with like. They're gonna finish with like eighty five wins. Yeah. You know, you really that's can't not take terrible. Away from them because when you're talking about the NL race right now, I mean, I mean, some of those guys like teams are in their like seventies and still in contention. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's unbelievable. So they fired him. Maybe there was an inner thing that we don't know about. But oh, there, there's politics going. But like, apparently, he wanted an extension. 
and the owners were like, no. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, what because that's what one, I, I read that one down here they're like oh, like oh you're done, you're done. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah for a guy because this he's been in the he's been in baseball since the 90s like he worked with the marlins he's worked with the tigers for you worked with the tigers for well over a decade mm-hmm. like i don't I've know got one more got thing, one more thing to, say to say that we don't have on this list here okay wait okay, wait real quick let's finish this off and then oh, yes. you can say that um Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. First pitch tonight. First pitch First tonight. Pitch. I, watched I watched it. It, it was really cool. It's awesome. Obviously, it's good to see him. I hate the Red Sox. He, lo- he looks he great, look, too. He like, sprinted out of the dugout. Yeah. He ran to the mound. Like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest Big Poppy fan in the world, but, you know. But that's just such a feel-good story. For him to be able to rally a city like that, like, it's just so oh, yeah. cool. He's yeah. a very beloved icon. For sure. For sure. Matt. Okay. Okay. Stanton's coming back soon. What do the Yankees do about that? Give me your give me your uh, spiel here, Jackson. Honestly, and I've I've said this to a lot of people. I just try to if I know somebody is a is a Yankee fan at work. What are you smiling over there, Will? I got an MLB notification on my phone that I'm just seeing now, 33 minutes ago. I just want to read this real quick. The Astros have 11 runs tonight, six homers through two innings and Jordan Alvarez hit one to the third deck his second of the game wow. so <laughs> they also won 21-1 the other day yes which we didn't mention but getting back to Stan whenever somebody comes into work and I know the Yankee fan I try to spark a conversation almost every time Stan's coming back soon I'm honestly like I don't even care if he comes back or not. Like, I'm being completely honest. Stanton is not going to help this lineup change my mind. He's going to worsen this lineup. I don't know if he'll worsen the... He's high risk, high reward. Yes. But, like, watching him in the playoffs last year, obviously it was his first time ever in the playoffs. But here's the thing, though. I don't know. You you want him in that lineup. You do. Because he's for not going to not be in the lineup when he comes back. One, the name's just going to scare yes, people. Yes, true. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. DJ LeMahieu, great hitter. But if I see Stanton's well, name there, here's I'm going to pitch to LeMahieu. I'm not pitching to Stanton. Mike Talkman, Mike Talkman, is, now Mike Talkman is now hurt six to eight weeks. The talk of the town? Hurt. Basically done. Six to eight weeks. If Stanton comes back soon... There you go. There you go. You know, but yeah, that but that, yeah, leaves that leaves not room not for room guys for like guys Cameron like Maven, who's been having a great year. I great. Are you? Great, are, listen, you can't, you can't great, tell me you're great, starting Cameron no, 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 Maven no, no, no. over no, you're not. But like, Stanton. Stanton. Rough one, the, they're no, just not going to see the field in the playoffs now. Like, those were great guys. That's the point, right? But those were guys. big names Those were guys in the season. Like Gardner, obviously, isn't a starter anymore. But every time he's in the game. He makes it count. Makes it count. Same thing with Maven. Talking to the same that's thing. That's why having depth. That's why having depth is important in the postseason. Yes. I think it, having depth means more in the NL because like you have to have guys who pinch yeah, hit yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. In the AL, it's not as important, yeah. but in the yeah. NL, I know it's. But like huge. John Carlo, like, he's Carlo, not gonna, he's gonna, sit, gonna sit the bench. Sit the bench. Not gonna, unless he's really not with what he's getting paid. He's really tanking towards the end, like ALCS game five. If he hasn't done anything, maybe you don't start him. Maybe. Or gotta, you just DH him. He's got to come back in hot if he wants pitchers to be afraid of him. He, like, that's that's going to make him worth it, having him in the but lineup. But he's gotten, like, maybe 30 at-bats this season. I don't even want to say he got 30 so. at-bats. I, I think he's below 20. So He's been out for, I mean, pretty much all I, of I just – I don't think he can hurt the Yankees because there's so many other pieces in that lineup that have been carrying at whenever they needed to certain amounts of the season. Like Austin Romine tonight, I guess they give Gary the night off. I see Austin Romine's name showing up so many times on my phone now. Like when guys need to perform, they perform. That That's what I like about the Yankees. Everywhere where the Yankees are strong, like the Astros are weak. Like I feel like they're contrasting each other. They are very because – See the thing is, the Astros bats are definitely their weakness, but but I mean, Yankee pitching can be their weakness. Who are the Astros playing? Mariners again? Probably. I mean, they are playing the Mariners, but they scored 21 runs. They already have 11 in two innings. They already have 11 through two innings. Right. Right. So those bats are there. But at the same time, I'm not saying you know. There's definitely teams all over. You know, 
the, you know, the wins and, you know, how many losses they've had that yeah. have really, like, gone off in a couple of games this year. What I'm saying is you can't even really think about it that way because we're just, like, if you're talking about over the season, they've had, you know, average bats. Yeah. And the Yankees, no, they honestly, they've, they've, they've had average pitching, too. They just don't have one, you know, lights-out guy. Yeah. They've definitely had average pitching. They're, they're definitely nowhere near the bad They're, they're definitely contrasting each other. And, I mean, it is the Mariners. The Mariners are kind of a joke of a team now because they, they gave everyone yeah. yeah. But So, I don't want to take away, but I don't know what you was thinking. If they can put up 32 runs in two games and it's only the second inning, Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's 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 scary. That's, that's scary. making a that's big making statement. A big like, hey, like, hey, we're not just we're not just, just on pitching. Just on you know, pitching. the Astros yeah. are the real deal we're this year, and not enough people have been talking about it. To be honest, is this the best Astros team yet? I don't know. I don't know. In terms of, In pitching, terms of absolutely. pitching, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But but we've overall, seen we've all seen of the Astros, all Astros hitters. hitters scary at the scary. same time we have you know? we've seen the oh, same yeah. thing with boston though but look at boston the astros are in it this year because they've had phenomenal pitching yeah but i don't know if you listen to that rob said this on our last podcast yeah the red sox rank like top five in all hitting categories this year they just don't have pitching yeah they're not in the playoffs they're, they're bottom of the league in every yeah, pitching bottom of the league in every pitching but they're top of the league in every hitting category their offense is still there that's true their pitching sucks yeah yeah and they're not they're, they're not making playoffs. Not making playoffs. I, still I still believe though that believe maybe maybe it was just because their their hitting was more clutch when they won last year or I, I don't know I what don't know. last year that all around the Red Sox were just really scary. Yeah, year. the Red Sox yeah. had. The I remember so playing the Red Sox about their hitting, yeah. but I I don't know. They just seemed like their hitting was so much more clutch last year. And you know, I guess even you know this year that they're losing games, it's definitely not as easy to talk about how great their hitting is. Yeah, I feel that. But yeah. So real quick, this just made me think of this. So when I would play the show, I would do, there were times where I'd like I would do a fantasy draft, and I would just make like my first thirteen or fourteen picks all hitters, and then just put pitching from there, and then I'd play the games and I would only do the hitting, and like my team would actually be pretty fire. Yeah, you know, like I've won div- I've won championships just by doing that. <laughs> That's a move. <laughs> just like getting the best hitters I can and being like saying like well, I mean, screw it to the pitching. Pitching obviously means so much, but if you have an insane lineup that can put up five, six runs a game, you only need mediocre pitching. That's true. Oh, yeah. Your pitchers, if they can give you six innings, maybe four runs given up. Yeah, if your offense can score six, seven a game, and your pitching gives up four a game, you're fine. Yeah, that's basically been the Yankees. The Yankees have been doing that. that, You know, that's how baseball works. The team that gets the most runs wins. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. There's been very few. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Pancake. You know, I was just going to say, there's been very few, like, games where the Yankees have won, like, 1-0 or 2-0 or, you know, even, like, 3-1 or something like that. I feel like all their games are, like, 7-4. Yeah. But they did get shot up for the first time. Yeah, that you was, mention that yet? I also want to mention the Mets the other night got shut out for the first time since like the beginning of the second half. I want to point that out. That is cool. That's that impre- is impressive. That, that's yeah, cool, that's impressive. It's nowhere near what we were talking about with the Yankees. <laughs> I, Sorry, I, I know, I know. I don't know if we did. What was it? Two twenty? It was. Well over 200 games. It was yeah. since, since like last July. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. That was a good podcast. I think that, I think that about uh wraps it up. Okay, we're really good at intros and outros, but yeah, you have a good time, man. Yeah, this was definitely a lot of fun. Can't wait to be back. Any uh, closing remarks? Close it out. Wait, real quick before you close it, close it. I just want to mention to you guys, stay tuned next week. We have our friend Luke Boylan Hockett on. Luke Boylan Hockett. He's a good guy. He's a, good guy. He's a really good guy. We're really excited about that. But, Matt, close us out. Alrighty. Alrighty. To uh, all of our fans out there listening, deuces. Deuces.